Happy, happy new year, friends. Here we are in the first week of 2021. And I don't know what the view looks like from your life's window right now, but it's already looking pretty eventful from my view. I mean, as if we thought 2021 couldn't be any crazier than 2020 was. But it's kind of starting off with a bang, and here we are in the first week. But anyway, you know, usually this time of year, we hear lots of talk, and it started in the last couple of months, lots of talk around goals and resolutions, and do you have a word for the year, and all that kind of stuff. And if, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, then you know my thoughts about these things, which... My thoughts are, if you have a word that rises up within you at the start of a new year, great. And if you happen to have zero positive or productive words rising up in you, then that's still great. You know, you're alive and you're here. And that's the important thing. And that's what I want to talk about today. You know, having a word and a focus, it's great. But it can never do for you what you need to do for yourself. And just to be clear, you know, I'm a believer, Christ follower. And so I understand that every good thing that comes from me comes from the very life that God has given me. So when I say do for yourself, I'm not discounting who God is. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for God. But let me say I have had a little shift in how I view that in the past several years where I feel like the first part of my life, I very much was more of the mindset of if it's God's will, then he's going to zap me. He's going to take me over. And it was kind of like, okay, right, I'm surrendered to you, God. But it was kind of like I was just looking to him to do and make every thing, all the plans and purposes he had for me, I was thinking if he wanted it to happen, he was going to make it happen. And I've definitely shifted from that of realizing how powerful he has made you and I. And I always knew, you know, he created us with free will. So I wasn't confused about that. But along with free will, he has, he just made us so uniquely powerful. And we just don't even realize all that he has equipped us to do and anointed us to do and the power that he has equipped us with that he expects us to stand up and walk in. So when I say statements like what you need to do for yourself, I'm meaning that (laughs) get off your butt and let's stand up and live the life God created us to live. And that's not discounting and taking any power away from him. If anything, it's it's more powerful because we're showing up in the design that he planned from the beginning. And that's what he desires for you. He wants you to rise up and be who he created you to be. So anyway, there are some questions that have been rising up in me the past couple of weeks that just even in the last few days, I've just really felt compelled to share with you guys. And they're actually questions instead of declarations. And that might seem a little odd for this time of year, since most people are talking about resolutions and declarations and things like that. But just hang with me, because I do want to talk about questions today more than declarations. 
And I'm not sure how it is for you, um, but for me personally, I, I typically don't struggle with high risk things and dreaming big. And I can see how that's taken me to certain levels in my life. And with each new level of growth that I've had and busting through my own personal comfort zones, once I've done that, it doesn't take much time for me to realize that I was still doing that within controlled growth. And I'm doing little quotes around controlled growth. And I don't know if that's actually a thing. Actually, as I was just thinking about this, that just popped in my mind because I can have control tendencies. And so when I was thinking about that, it's just like, even though I see, will see growth and bust through a comfort zone, it's still, I still have some control around that. So anyway, pushing myself to, you know, feel, I will push myself to where I feel discomfort but I'm still holding tightly to these reins of control, if that makes sense. Which leads me to my first question, which is, what is it that we're scared of? What is it that you're scared of? Because I, like you, I can write down all the lofty words and the goals at the start of a new year, but do we really want to stop and ask and answer the questions within ourselves that will make the things that we're writing down even a possibility to obtain. <laughs> Does that make sense? Because we can write all these things down, but unless we're willing to ask some hard questions and wait for the answers, then it's very likely, and I know there's a stat out there that says it seems like a ridiculous amount of time to even waste coming up with a word when you see the stats of how many people actually follow through with anything. And I think it is because it's easy to write down a word. It's easy to come up with a word. It's much harder to make the space to sit with yourself and with the Holy Spirit and answer to ask, sorry, let me back up to ask and then answer some questions that we need to ask. And the first question I'm asking today is what is it you are scared of? Now, when, I, when you look up the word goal, it means the object of a person's ambition or effort, an aim or a desired result. And instead of the word goal, I actually prefer the word desire. Um, desire to me, it's, it's much more personal. Desire is something I feel in my core. And the, the definition for desire in the dictionary says a strong feeling or wanting to have something or wishing for something to happen. And as a believer in Christ, I believe with all my heart that the God of the universe is the one that put these specific desires that I have within me. You know, Psalm 37 verse four through six says, take delight in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desires. And it goes on to say, commit everything that you do to the Lord, trust him and he will help you. I mean, right there, that verse, if we would just Take those two, three lines. And sometimes I do this with scripture. I will like break it up because a lot of times it's making a statement and it's, it's just like bullet points that I need to keep before my eyes. So just in that verse I just read, it's a very short verse. Take delight in the Lord. Take delight in the Lord. First thing. Number two, commit everything you do to the Lord. I mean, we're good at saying, God, I'm committing everything to you, but it's like we pick and choose what we are actually committing to him. And it says, commit everything you do to the Lord. Next thing, trust him and he will help you. Trust him and he will help you. And can I let you in on something, a little something that I have found to be true for me over the years? You know, this thing of trusting God, as I've trusted God, 
with these things I feel like he's put in my life and, and trusted him and, and walking forward and walking out these desires in my heart, I have found that they've taken on different shapes. You know, the core desire in me has remained the same, but exactly what that looks like has changed. And it's looked different than what I had expected it to look like, which leads me to my next question. Do you trust God with the desires in your heart? Do you trust God with the desires in your heart? And when I say, do you trust him? I mean, do you really trust him? And and I get it. Trust can feel super, super scary. It's easy to say, but it can feel super scary. And it's, it's not a one-time thing. I mean, yes, we say it and it it, it is, it can be a one-time thing, but it's a one-time thing that we have to do like one time every minute sometimes of God, I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. And then we'll walk something out and then we will have the opportunity again to say, God, I don't understand. I don't see the answer, but I trust you. You know, trust, it means letting loose of that tight grip of control that we are under the illusion that we actually have. I mean, we're not under control anyway. We don't have control over things. If, if, if we're not seeing that in our world today, there's, there's little that we actually have control over. But what we do have control over is the biggest things. And, and oftentimes, the things we put our focus on more, all these outside circumstances and things that we don't have control over, that's really in our day where most of our time and attention goes. And it's, it's the things that we actually do have control over, our connection with God, the time we spend with God and, and listening for his voice, communicating and connecting with him, allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to us and to guide us. We have control over that. We have control over taking our thoughts captive. That's something we have control over. We have control over our attitude, even though oftentimes we feel like we don't. But that goes with we have, we have um, the authority and we have the choice. We have the ability. We have the control to take our thoughts captive. Not always easy, but it is something we have control over. So trust means going all in. And trusting God with the results and the outcomes, okay? Because I think sometimes we say, okay, God, I trust you, but then we still feel anxious. We still feel all the responsibility to make it happen. And And when I saw, going back to what I even said earlier, God expects us to do our part, to show up and do our part, to partner with him in bringing the kingdom of God to this earth. But in doing that, I show up to do my part, okay? I show up and do my part, but I have to then surrender the outcome and trust him with the results, okay? I can't feel anxious and go, okay, well, God, I showed up and did this, so now I'm expecting X, Y, and Z. No, my part is showing up as he created me to do, that trusting the Holy Spirit, being obedient and showing up and being obedient to what he is asking me to do, how he is equipped and how he's asking me to show up and serve in the world today. That's my part, okay? What happens with that, how he uses that, the results that come from, whether they're positive or whether they're negative, that's not my responsibility. That's up to God, okay? So this leads me to my last question, which is what are you protecting yourself from? 
What are you protecting yourself from? Are you prote- protecting yourself from rejection? From feeling any pain, any hurt? I mean, what is it for you? I know it can look different for all of us, but we all can tend to go in self-protection mode in different circumstances. Because trying to protect ourselves is what we are doing when we hold back and we don't fully surrender to the life that God created us to live. And I mentioned in one of the previous couple episodes, and I was talking about being pregnant in the natural and then relating it to being pregnant with purpose, that a lot of times the discomfort that we experience in life, it comes from us holding in and holding inside of us what was never meant to be contained inside of us. You know, all those seeds that God placed within us and that we were created to bring forth in the world They were meant to come out, to come forth and out of you and I. You know, your life has the ability to bring forth an expression of the glory and the goodness of God that only you can bring forth, okay? What is on the other side of that self-protection for you? You know, what freedom have you yet to walk in? Because you've been more consumed with the opinions of everyone around you more than the one that gives you your very breath. You know, I read this verse in Isaiah this morning, and to me, it went right along with these thoughts that I've been thinking. And it says, I will walk the blind by an unknown way and guide them on paths that they have never traveled. I will smooth their difficult road and make their dark mysteries bright with light. These are things I will do for them. For I will never abandon my beloved ones. I love how that verse starts out stating, I will walk. I will walk the blind by an unknown way and guide them on paths that they've never traveled. You're not alone. We are never, ever alone. And he is wanting to take you and I somewhere that we've never been. A path that we've never traveled. I want to say that again, because I think we get so comfortable and we feel these desires and these, these longings in our heart, but it's like we can't see past the way things have always been. And that's my prayer today. And even sharing this, it's like, God, break off the blinders. God, open up our hearts and our minds to see bigger, to see your plan for our life. Those things that you have for us, God. May the scales drop off of our eyes and help us to see how you see us and not only what we've seen in the past or what we can envision because your ways are not our ways. I mean, the Bible tells us that, that he doesn't even see things like we see things. And that's why we have to stay connected to him and ask him, God, show me. I know what it looks like to me, but we got to trust that, that he's seeing something that we don't see. His plans are so much bigger than ours. So he's wanting to take you somewhere that you've never been. So how could you even know what it looks like? You've never seen it. You've never been there. Maybe you have seen it. You know, I think there are things that we have glimpses of. And I think it can feel frustrating. I know for me, sometimes it's like, I can feel frustrating because it's like I have a glimpse of something, but it's like, I don't quite know how to get there. And that's when that control comes in where it's like, we just got to surrender and trust that he will get us there. And that he will lead us on this path that we've never been, a path that we've never traveled, okay? 
you know, 2020, it was a year of clarity and growth for me in, in, in so many ways, which was wonderful. And yet with all of that clarity and all of that growth, you know, it brought new levels of trust that I have to choose to, stri- to step into, you know, new levels of unknown ways on paths that I have personally never traveled. So I don't, I don't even know what I need to pack to take, <laughs> you know, because I've never been on this road. I'm not sure what I need. So it takes a, a um, being still. I mean, just surrendering of like, God, I'm trusting you. I'm trusting you that you have equipped me for what I need on this journey. So I'm looking to you and not looking to what I know that I need to pack and the things that I think I need. Because a lot of times the things I think I need that then I'm trying to bring along, they're just, they're, they're holding me back. They're dragging me down. They're weighing my suitcase down that I am trying to drag along and they're slowing me down in the plans and the purposes that he already has planned for me. And here's the thing that I want to remind you and I, as well as you, I'm always preaching to myself as much as I am you, that I want to remind us today that he is the one that has promised that he will guide us and he will make the dark mysteries burn with light. So those things that you're feeling like, I don't see any light around me. I don't see the path ahead. You're not alone. I want to remind you that today. You are not alone. And he has promised us that those things that he started in you and he started in me, he is faithful to bring every single thing to pass as we will trust him and surrender to him. Are you here for that? I know I am. And I want to close this out in a word of prayer. But before I do that, I want to go back and I want to go over these, these questions. And I I want you to take some time. And if you need to go back, if you've listened to this, maybe while you're driving in your car, go back and get out a piece of paper. If you write in a journal, whatever, write these questions down and take some time to, to think about and to answer these. The first question is, what are you scared of? What are you scared of? That's the first question. Second question, do you trust God with the desires in your heart? Do you trust God with the desires in your heart? And not to belabor this point, but as I just said that question again, I feel like somebody needs to hear this. Maybe the question for you is, do you believe that God is the one that places desires in you? I think sometimes we can struggle and think, is this this just me? If your heart is to hear from God and to look to him to guide you, that I believe you can trust him with the desires in your heart that he is the one that planted them there. So trust him in that. The third question is, what are you protecting yourself from? What are you protecting yourself from? Let's pray. Father, I thank you for every individual that's listening to this podcast right now. And I pray that no matter how they are feeling right now in this moment, whether they're feeling weak and tired or they're feeling um, energetic and optimistic about the new year ahead. No matter what circumstances they find themselves facing today, tomorrow, next week, next month, that you are here with us. We just came out of a season and we're reminded in a powerful way that you came 
God with us. You came to dwell among us, to walk among us, to bring the kingdom of God and share it with us, God. So help us to live in that truth, to walk in that power, to live and to be everything that you desire for us to be. I pray that your peace, that your peace that passes all of our understanding would guard our hearts and our minds as we look to you as our savior and as our deliverer. God, I thank you that the plans and the purposes that you have for each and every one of us, it would blow our minds if we could even get a glimpse of all that you prepare for us. Father, that's my prayer, that this year, that our eyes and our hearts would remain open, God, that even when circumstances try to shut us down, that your spirit that you place within us, that lives within us, would rise up. That Azer spirit would rise up in each and every woman that's listening to this, God. That warrior spirit that would stand, that was created to stand and drive back darkness would stand up and fight for and take ground, take the ground that's already been given. Father, I thank you that you are our shield. You go before us. You've made a way for us where we, we don't even know. And, and God, the, that, that path that is before us that we've never walked. God, I thank you that today you are opening our hearts and our eyes to walking that with you. Knowing that you are there with us, that you're guiding us, that you're leading us. We're excited to be on this journey with you. We love you. We are excited for all that is to come. In your name we pray. Amen. Hey you, thanks for listening. And if you would like to connect more, head over to SusanBeth.com and sign up and you will be one of the first to find out about anything new. Plus, there's a special free download available just to say thanks. If something in this episode did speak to you, would you do me a favor and share it with a friend that you think it might resonate with as well? And until next time, keep showing up in the world just as God purposed you to do, because you being you is exactly what we all need.